Hello everyone, Pastor Scott here today from Good Samaritan Church in Las Vegas, and with me is... Natalie, good to be back. Who's Natalie? <laughs> Natalie, remind them who you are. Yes, uh, so my name is Natalie Butler. I am the Youth Director and Connections Coordinator here at Good Sam. I was telling Natalie, we haven't done this since last year. <laughs> and and so anyway, we're catching up on some of the podcasts. Glad to have you with us. We call it the Good Samcast. And uh, glad you're here today. And today is part two of what we're calling the Sacred Selfie mm -hmm. Sermon Series. Uh, Natalie is much younger than me. <laughs> we won't even get into how much younger. But, Natalie, I'm going to confess a sin right now. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't even do a selfie until like a year ago. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I'm going, why are people doing that? And I, but whatever. Sometimes you're just, you know, having a good hair day or you're just <laughs> loving your outfit. And so you got to take a selfie. Well, some of us don't have as much hair anymore <laughs> to love, but uh, I hear you. So, the, but the whole premise with this sermon series, and Pastor Don and I kind of kicked off the podcast version of it last in the last podcast, is that, you know, we can have these self-images mm -hmm. of ourselves, but so many times that doesn't match with what God's image of us is. Mm -hmm. And so the sacred selfie. Yeah. And that's so I'm, I'm glad that you could be here and join us today. And thank you again to everybody who's l listening right now. Glad to have you as a part of it. And so we want to be able to see ourselves the way God sees us. I mean, who are we? Who are we in Christ? And how can we have a healthy biblical perception of ourselves and of our world? And um, one of the Bible verses that has been uh, or is a part of this series is from Proverbs 4.23, and the Good News Bible says it this way, be careful how you think your life is shaped by your thoughts. Be careful how you think your life is shaped uh, by your thoughts. And so that's kind of where we're going to dig into today. And uh, But right now, just want to give people a chance maybe to grab a pencil or, yeah. or a cup of coffee or whatever, and uh, we'll be right back and start going. All right, so once again, the Bible verse, be careful how you think about or how you think your life is shaped by your thoughts. And again, that's Proverbs 4.23. Pastor Don in, last, in the previous podcast said correctly so that uh, the image we have of ourselves is focused or, or, or often formed by two major things. And one is culture mm -hmm. and then our past. And so now... Again, Natalie is much, much younger than me, and so she could help me out here a little bit because I'm not into Instagram and all that kind of stuff. But I know, um, what are what are some of those social media things where maybe as a youth director, kids go? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and maybe some young people listening, but also parents or grandparents might be listening because Instagram, is that one of them? Or that's yeah. not, that's no, even absolutely. for... absolutely. Yeah. Instagram is definitely still one of them. Um, I'm a millennial, and so that is where a lot of us hang out. Um, I think a lot of Gen Z, which is uh, some of our early college students and our middle schoolers, um, are mostly on TikTok. TikTok but okay, yeah. I'm uh, not super familiar with TikTok. Yeah. I, d Instagram is definitely yeah. where, where I hang out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, and like, uh, I, I know it tends to be more older people. Facebook... 
Yeah. I still have uh, a Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I still love it. But yeah, I'm told it's old to people. Yeah. Well, and I'm on <laughs> Facebook, but I mean, what I mainly use it for, I want to see what my high school classmates, mm -hmm. college classmates are doing, or relatives back in the Midwest, mm -hmm. things like that. But I mean, that's part of this culture we're talking about. And a, and a lot of our identity, or a lot of people's identity, self-image comes from that. Absolutely. I, I mean, I don't know a lot of people who post kind of the stories on Facebook where uh, life was really crappy right. today. Some do. We, we're seeing more of that. Yep. Um, authenticity is often a word used on social media where people are trying to be more relatable. Yeah. Um, so that is kind of the new wave of popularity is this yeah. idea of being authentic. Um, but prior to that, no, it's you post your best selfies. Yeah. Like I said, you post your selfie yeah. when you're having a good hair day, not exactly. when you're having a bad hair yeah. day. I, I'm just amazed when I'm on Facebook and I see these ads of everybody who's like 23 and 24 years old teaching success classes yeah. because <laughs> they've figured all of life out already. And I'm going, nope. how did they do that? Because <laughs> I'm still working on it. Yep. So, I mean, that's part of the culture, but it might be ads on TV. Mm -hmm. It could just be, you know, what you're watching on TV or finding on the Internet, whatever it might be. But then our past as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what I mentioned in my message, Don's mentioned, you know, you know it from working with youth, but things people have said to us, um, things we've done, things we haven't done, uh, you know, it might be things parents said or grandma or grandpa said or teachers said or mm -hmm. friends said or, mm -hmm. or whatever. Positive or negative. Yeah, yeah. It you know. can go both ways. Yeah, it can. <laughs> but, but unfortunately, it seems like it's the negative yeah. stuff that tends to people dwell on yeah. more. And I know you were telling me, because you're a lot smarter than I am, about, <laughs> about something you found. And, and talk about that, because yeah. it's very interesting. So for those of you who don't know, my background is actually in psychology. That's what I have my bachelor's in. And there's this idea called self-fulfilling prophecy or the Pygmalion effect. It's, it's these two ideas in psychology. And the Pygmalion effect says that our actions toward others impact others' beliefs about us, which cause their actions toward us, which reinforces our beliefs about ourselves and then influence our actions toward others. So long story short, what others believe about us and how they treat us is directly correlated to our beliefs about ourselves wow. and how we then act. So our, our actions can influence their beliefs, but their beliefs can also influence our actions and mm. our beliefs about ourselves. And then the self-fulfilling prophecy, when I looked up the definition, it was actually really interesting. It says, the process through which an originally false expectation leads to its own confirmation. Wow. So this is the idea of, you know, if a student is constantly told that they're not good at math, they're not going to try to be better at math. They're just going to believe that, okay, well, I guess I'm not yeah. good at math. Why try? Yeah, right. Because I'm not Whether that it. was true or not, right. we'll never know because now that has become the case. And so even in psychology, like science is even showing us that what we hear and what we, and whether it's something we're hearing from other people or even just something we're kind of saying to ourselves, it has a direct impact on what we believe. Wow. I'm going to go back to that Bible verse. Yeah. <laughs> Proverbs 4.23, Good News Bible. Be careful how you think your life is shaped by your thoughts. Absolutely. So your thoughts 
not only just in your own thinking and that, but now it's how that influences your friends, your mm-hmm. coworkers, and then how they react to you. And yeah, that self-fulfilling prophecy. Absolutely. Wow. So then we have to start, well, and, and I, I shared a couple of examples in the live sermon and just very briefly, I joke that I grew up thinking I was a dog. Ah, yes. <laughs> uh, and, and people go, what do you mean? And, and my mom, I, I've always had to battle weight a little bit or a lot, depending on when. <laughs> and my mom used to say, you're not fat, Scott, you're husky. Husky. <laughs> and so a gazillion years ago, there was a size, clothing size line called the Husky Sizes. And we'd go look for husky clothes for me. And so I joke and think, well, I just grew up thinking it was a dog. <laughs> uh, but I still, you know, um, obviously I remember that. Mm-hmm. It impacted me. Mm-hmm. I have images of myself. I, I know I've weighed a lot more than I do, and I've weighed significantly less, and I battle it, and I, t- you know, I mention it, and some of the stuff I put in Facebook, it's kind of a joke, mm-hmm. and yet it's coming out of the past. So it's true. I mean, this yeah. stuff influences us. And, um, but... I really don't think I'm a dog anymore, so th- that's one thing. So, Oh, I was just going to say, I this is powerful enough that often when we have lessons in youth group and there's something we want them to remember, we always tell them to put a sticky note on their bedside dresser or on their hmm. mirror or someplace that they'll see it every day. So when we're learning about these concepts about who we are in God, it's something that they see often because even just that simple change of a word or that thought process that you're seeing first thing in the morning has a huge impact yep. on you. Yep. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, what we speak or what we read, mm-hmm. well, again, we Pro- Proverbs yeah. <laughs> 4.23 is saying it, it, it. What we consume influences what we think. Yeah. And so consume good things, consume positive things, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So um, Pastor Don, just very quickly in the last podcast, he said that we need to be able to see right in order to be right. Mm-hmm. And, and to do that, we have to see God correctly, see ourselves the way God sees us, mm-hmm. and then be around people who see us the yes. way God sees us. And like he said, it's not a th- it doesn't mean we exclude people who don't believe what we do from right. our lives but you know i better have people around me too who correctly understand god's word etc mm-hmm. because that's that base of support that right. we all need and that's not necessarily just an echo chamber right. not not necessarily just people who are constantly building you up right. like we also need those people who can lovingly yeah point out not flaws but like help us to continue to become better also Uh, absolutely but they're doing that out of love exactly they're doing it there's a right way to do it that's right right. we prefer the love way correct yeah absolutely all right we'll be back in just a moment all right welcome back everyone you know natalie i have a vehicle well you see you see it when you're here Mm -hmm. uh it's a toyota forerunner and I love it. It's a 2003. Mm-hmm. And now, when you're listening, you got I have to educate Natalie a little bit here. <laughs> because in a 2003 Toyota, I actually have to put something called a key mm. into an ignition <laughs> switch. And then I have to physically turn that switch, turn the key, which turns the switch, which 
activates the engine that gets me going. You you have a Subaru, right? I do. Uh, do you don't even you do have a key? I actually don't even have a key. No way. <laughs> it's just um, I don't need a key to open the door. It's just a fob that. And so you don't have to turn anything. No, either? no. What, what it, do you do? I push a button. There's just a <laughs> button. Um, well, to open the door, I just have to open it, which is great. It recognizes when my hand touches it. <laughs> so, but but I, I I guess we can go this far. You still have to do something that activates the oh, correct. ignition. Correct. Correct. I still have to turn the car on. Well, I just don't have to turn the key. Later, I'll I'll demonstrate to you and show you how a key key works Perfect. in a vehicle. The, the point of this was is that there's a verse in Philemon in the New Testament, uh, verse 6. There's only one chapter, and it says, this is the King James Version. I don't often use it, but let me read it. That the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Mm. Let me read it again. That the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. And let me just break that down kind of quickly. Effectual comes out of the Greek word that really we, means energized. Mm -hmm. So the communication of your faith may become energized or activated by the acknowledging. And um, the Greek word there would say that deep understanding of the facts of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. So the point is, what are some of these facts? What are some of these good things that we should be focused on so that those are the things that are affecting our thinking which shapes our life by our thoughts, going back to that Proverbs verse. Mm -hmm. And so I want to share just three kind of points, mm -hmm. and, and I'm only using... Um, Three Bible verses to do it with. There's all kinds of Bible verses. In fact, you were telling me something about mm -hmm. Bible verses like this that uh, you've seen applied in a different way. Absolutely. So Leadership Lab is a conference that we take our high school students to. And in the third year, they focus on uh, their relationship with God. And one of the projects that they do is, we just call it IM statements. They cool. get a sheet of paper, an eight and a half by 11 paper, and both sides, like in 11 font, is just filled with these I am statements. I am worthy, I am loved, I am you know, a child of God, whatever. But after each statement is a corresponding Bible verse cool. where this is, this is who they are in Christ, but this is how we know that based on yep. a verse in the Bible. Yeah, yeah and so this, this stuff that Pastor Don shared last week, I'm sharing, and then for the next couple podcasts too, I mean, this isn't like some self-help stuff right. that we've just dreamed up. It's Bible stuff that is in God's Word that's there. Right. And, and that's what I mean by this verse uh, that I just talked about, the communication of my faith becoming activated by acknowledging every good thing in us by Christ Jesus. Right, and it's that's actually, I wanted to point that out because if you're not looking at this verse like written, yep. I feel like the in you gets kind of lost. That's a good point. It says every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Yep. So he's not talking about the good things of Christ. Yeah. He's talking about the good things that we have within us because we have Christ. That's right, that's right. Yeah, and so, I mean, there's just some great stuff. So we're going to share just three and go kind of quickly 
But again, for all of you keeping in mind that these aren't the only three, like Natalie just shared, there's, there's hundreds. all kinds of stuff <laughs> so out many. there. And um, yeah, it's so good. So the first fact talks about who we are in Jesus Christ. And Paul says in 2 Corinthians, his second letter to the Corinthian church, he said in chapter 5, verse 17, so if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Mm -hmm. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. Mm -hmm. And I love that because if our past is one of those things that affects our thinking, mm -hmm. and then not necessarily the good stuff in the past, but the negative stuff, mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we, we believe another verse from St. John, or First John says that if we say we have no sin, we mm -hmm. deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who's faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that lines up exactly with Paul saying, mm -hmm. yeah, there's negative stuff that I've done. There's negative stuff I've said, you know, all that kind of stuff. But when I've confessed that to God mm -hmm. because of what Christ did on the cross and dying for my sins and your sins and the sins of all of his people, we're new creations. Right. And that's who I am in Jesus Christ. In Jesus Christ, I am not, you are not, you listeners aren't um, that negative mm -hmm. uh, act or whatever in the past. You are a new creation because you are in Christ Jesus. Yeah, and it's it's not even just, you know, when we say the past, we're not just talking about 20 years ago yeah, or yeah, 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah. This could be yesterday. Yeah, five minutes ago. It could ago. be five minutes yeah. ago. Yeah, it's, we um we have a volunteer, Dave Ravenel, um, who always likes to talk about showers, his morning shower. To him, it symbolizes being cleansed again. He's like, this, everything that happened yesterday is yesterday. I am starting fresh today, and he does that every morning. Yeah, it's cool. And and that's exactly what what we're offered. Uh, I I remember when I was in seminary, a professor uh, quoted another theologian. This theologian, I think, was in Chicago, and mm -hmm. somebody approached him on the street, and he said to this theologian, he said, "Have you been born again?" Mm -hmm. And the theologian said, "Yeah." And the guy said, "Well, when?" And he said, "This every morning." Day, yeah. <laughs> he said, "Every day when I wake up and wash my face, yeah. or in Dave's case, take a shower." Mm -hmm. I remind myself that I need Christ in my life. I need his love and forgiveness, and it's available every day. Yes. So that's cool. In Christ, we're new creations. Mm -hmm. uh, the second thing is that God is in us mm -hmm. and not far away. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm going to get that again in the next podcast I do. Uh, Pastor Don will share the next one, and then the next one I do as well, And is that we... And, and this is where it gets hard because we can't wrap our finite minds around an infinite God. Mm -hmm. But in 1 John again, chapter 4, it says, God abides in those who confess that Jesus is the Son of God. God abides in those mm -hmm. uh, who confess that Jesus is the Son of God, and they abide in God. Mm -hmm. And it's this inward that, you know, you're absolutely right. We can kind of overlook it, but it's huge. God abides in, in those who mm -hmm. confess that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Mm -hmm. uh, he isn't out there somewhere far away, but rather right there inside of us. Absolutely. And boy, if, if, if I got up in the morning, if you got up in the morning and did what Dave does and then say, God, 
I know you're right here with me. In fact, you're in me, so mm -hmm. wherever I go, you're going with, mm -hmm. and I need you with me today. That can reshape how oh, we see things. Absolutely. And see ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, see ourselves. And then the, the third thing that I want to say, Ephesians 1, 3 says this. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Mm -hmm. And the point simply is, is that you have been blessed beyond belief. Um, Natalie, you know Parker, my son, he's 13. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's just Parker or if this happens with other young people <laughs> as well, but sometimes he kind of complains about not having enough. Oh, it's definitely just Parker. Yeah, okay, it's just him. All right, well, <laughs> i got to sign up for that parent. No, it's parent all of them. <laughs> <laughs> sign up for that parenting class. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I'll say, Parker, um, you're very blessed. Mm -hmm. And we all are. Mm -hmm. And most of the people listening to this podcast are very blessed people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I just remind him, well, you've got a roof over your head. You've got plenty to eat. Mm -hmm. um, you know, lights come on when we flip the switch. You've got air conditioning. But I don't believe that's what Paul's talking about no. here. Uh, I think what he's talking about there is, I mean, yes, Paul would say we are blessed in those ways. But we're blessed beyond belief. Mm -hmm. In fact, he said, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. So now we're talking about being blessed beyond belief because we're blessed in this supernatural way mm -hmm. that I can't even begin to explain. But I mean, it, it, it deals with God's grace and his forgiveness, the hope, the mercy, all of those great things that God is and wants to share with his kids. Mm -hmm. And boy, what if we let that be the kind of stuff that we think about? Absolutely. And, and then go back to that Proverbs verse, you know, think about things like that and let that shape your life. Getting up in the morning and say, I am blessed beyond belief. Mm -hmm. And I think even just changing our language, yep. I, we're, we're far more likely, I think, to say we're lucky yeah. when something good happens. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple years ago, I tried to be really intentional on when I would have that thought, correcting myself. And whenever I would want to use the word lucky to exchange that with blessed, because it totally yep. changes yeah. your outlook. No, I'm not lucky that I didn't cut that guy off. I, I'm, I'm blessed because yeah. God was looking out and I saw him at the last minute, you know? Yeah. And, and just changing even our mindset when it comes to our blessings by recognizing that that's what they are, yeah. even with the simpler things like a roof over our head, yep. and that helps us to be able to recognize some of those bigger things, too. Yeah, totally, totally agree with that. And, and, and so going back to that whole idea in the verse from Philemon that, you know, how do you activate your faith? Because mm. I hear a lot of people say, I just don't feel God. Mm. I don't, doesn't seem like he's close. Doesn't seem, well, I, I, I think part of that, well, one, he is close because he's in us. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of it is we haven't turned the key. We haven't hit the button, in mm -hmm. your case, in, in the Subaru. Um, and part of that is, is simply knowing what God's word says about mm -hmm. us. And so we need to open it up. Mm -hmm. We need to read it. We need to claim it. We need to repeat some of those promises like you know we've been sharing here today. And then it starts to communicate 
I said when I preached this, at first it communicates it to us. Because mm -hmm. how in the world could we communicate it to others if we don't if believe we don't, it ourselves? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and so first we've got to get it. Now, we don't believe that you should keep it to yourself. But if you don't believe it yourself, mm -hmm. it's going to be pretty hard to communicate it or share it with anyone else, too. So I, I guess I just you know, want to say, remind yourself who you are in Christ mm -hmm. Jesus. You're blessed. And I just had a thought yeah. with that. So one of my favorite Bible verses is John 13, 35, 34 and 35. Um, and by your love is how people will know that you're Christians. And I've always equated that to love for other people, like how we love others. But how beautiful is it to think of that verse in the way that we love ourselves? Yeah. Because God loves us so much. And so when we're self-deprecating, like we're putting down his creation. Like when, when we um, insult ourselves or don't believe in ourselves, like we're essentially not yeah, like trusting him. You know what I mean? Because he created us to do I great things. I hadn't thought of it that way. I and think you're so right. with that verse, if we kind of take that and say, you know, by the way, and, and not to, to, like take this and not to be cocky you no, know there, no. I, I think you can have a self-love without being right over the top but i think let's just say it this way a, a biblical yeah self-love yeah exactly because of who loves us absolutely yeah i like that that's good so i guess i won't when i think of myself as husky I'm going to try to see that beautiful dog that, that God created. Absolutely. Huskies are great. <laughs> they are great. <laughs> Natalie loves dogs as I, I do, do too. And, and they are great dogs. And most of them, nah, I won't go there. I was going to say, most of them aren't husky. They're, 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 they're not. They're, they're, really they're good lean shape. and athletic and beautiful. So now yes. I have to see myself as a husky who's lean and athletic and beautiful. I love it. Yes. That's where we're going to go. So that's how, it's how we activate our faith. Say those things that are true mm -hmm. about you mm -hmm. that God's word makes clear. Yes. And then the sacred selfie becomes a better, true picture of mm -hmm. who you are in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Natalie, thanks for joining me Thank today. Thank you. I appreciate this that. This is a pleasure. I think we should try preaching like this sometime. Instead I of, love it. You know, instead Let's of just do it. <laughs> one, one of us standing up front doing it, we can kind of do it. Give like and, a panel. Give and take things, so... <laughs> All right, folks, we call this the Good Sam Cast. It's the podcast from Good Samaritan Church in Las Vegas. If you want more information about the church, you can go to our website, goodsamlv.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, Natalie's got a lot of great stuff there for the youth. And uh, Jamie is our Sunday school director for younger families, mm -hmm. younger kids, and that too, and other things about the church. You can find out how to live stream our services mm -hmm. or come and visit us if you live in Las Vegas too. So thanks everyone, thanks Natalie. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Okay, good, it was still good.